What's up, everybody? It's time for the In Off the Bench podcast. I am Daniel Ball, the keeper of the peace, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, my partners in crime, my brothers from other mothers, Jim Cross and Randy Jowers. Today is episode 22, titled Hottie Toddy. It's titled this because we're going to have future Ole Miss cornerback stud Trey Washington on, but before Trey joins us, we got some business to take care of, guys. We got me and Jim in the studio today, and we got Randy reporting live from the Liberty Bowl. He's going to be talking to us a little bit about Memphis football game, what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like, what it smells like, what it tastes like, all that good stuff. So, you know, without without further ado, Randy, man, you're there, you're live. Talk to us. What is, what is it like? Gentlemen, 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 we are just getting ready for this sold-out, you heard it right, sold-out crowd of just over 4,500 coming in tonight. And not too long ago, there was a time where we had a home opener like this. I thought back, went back into my archives. The weather was a little worse. The team was a little worse. So it's going to be weird. A lot of changes today at the Liberty Bowl as far as what it's going to look like. But the most important thing is that we have football coming back we're on primetime ESPN, 7 o'clock, nothing else to watch. So tune in, see how good the Liberty Bowl looks, see Ryan Silverfield's head coaching debut. You know, that we could talk about the negatives. A lot of things looking different. We're number one, we're cash-free. It's all credit, it's all debit, all that. So card only. Everybody coming in has got a digital ticket. You can only go in certain quadrants. So a lot of people, I've been seeing it on social media, a lot of people texting me, hitting me up, like, man, is it really going to be – you know, like restrictive like this? And the answer is yes. But the only thing I can say, let's spin it positively because there's a lot of fans that I just – my Indianapolis Colts are only letting 2,500 in their first game. So, you know, it's just we got to be thankful that we have football at all, and I'm excited for it. And I can't ready to beat down Arkansas State tonight. I hear that, man. There's There's also got to be a lot of pressure on the University of Memphis Athletic Department to get this right. I mean – they're taking a, a big risk to even play, and they're taking an even bigger leap of faith to have that many fans in the stands. Is What's it like tailgating? I mean, is that area packed, or, or are they only letting people tailgate with a ticket or no tailgating? What's that look like, Randy? Man, that has been the most somber. That's why I didn't bring it up on purpose, because it's such a touchy subject. But there is no tailgating at all. Um, there is a lot of virtual tailgating and, you know, my opinion, uh, there's going to be a whole lot of, um, individual tailgates at people's uh, residences. So I'm not sure if we're safer or not. So that part's not, that's not ideal, but the most important thing is just wow, the 4,500 plus they're going to be here. I hope they come loud and proud and wearing blue. Man, man, I, I'm I'm excited. I know the the atmosphere. If I know Memphis fans, whether it's sixty thousand or forty eight hundred, they're gonna they're gonna bring it, man. And I know Jim is is probably you know chomping at the bit to see some football as well. 
Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to break this whole football thing up since, you know, LSU's had nothing but somber news. I'm going to shout out the Houston Rockets last night. I predicted it. I called it. My boy Russ, James Harden, they were cooking. Last night I was on cloud nine, posted my picture wearing my my latest why nots in front of the TV with the score and LeBron and AD hanging his head. And so let me just throw a basketball thing into this football episode and just say that I woke up this morning feeling great because it is 1-0, run as one, Houston. Wow. Wow. We, we, we got five minutes into the episode, and, and here, here we go with, with Westbrook and Harden. About a week ago, you would have thought the Rockets would have been packing their bags at this point in time to go back home, but now they're unpacking their bags for a long stay in Orlando. So, But you know it's all about – it doesn't matter what sport you're talking about. It's all about matchups. And you know you can go back and listen to that episode on the podcast. I told Randy I wanted nothing to do with Oklahoma City. I said it was a bad matchup. They had swept Houston in the regular season series, and that's why exactly why I didn't want it. Whereas on the flip side of that, they took care of L.A. in the regular season. And I know playoffs and regular season different, but it's, it's just a much better matchup for them. I got you. Well, Randy, I know that you're in the midst of getting everything going. So before you go, uh, there's an 18 point or 18 and a half point spread. Who you got tonight and by how many? I got our University of Memphis football Tigers winning I'm going to go 45-14, boys, covering the spread. It's beat down in the 901 tonight. <laughs> nice, nice. Jim, you got a prediction for tonight's game? Are they covering? Mm, no, no Kenneth Gainwell. I feel a little, I feel a little uh, less scoring. You know, I'm, I'm going to go – you said the, the spread's what again? It's 18 and a half? Yeah. All right, just to make it just enough, I'm going to go – with 40 to 23 <laughs> so it's only 17 i'm gonna throw an odd number like 23 out there just just to do it well you you're silly i mean kenny gainwell not being on the field will hurt but it's next man up mentality we're gonna find the next kenny gainwell tonight mark my words you'll find somebody tonight that's gonna be a star that you haven't heard of or hasn't been on your radar Tigers win, they win big, they cover the spread, and they're going to score over 50 points tonight. Well, hey, I got to ask, because Randy would know this as well as anybody, don't they traditionally do really, really well on national TV? Yeah, man. You know, so as far, speaking of opening games, and I hate to even bring this up since we got an old Miss commit on the – you know, last year a lot of people, you know, talked about this national game and it's going to be beat down time, and we didn't even know who Kenny Gainwell was. And what happened, man? Memphis pulls out that victory, so – this is my piece of advice for everybody today. To get yourself hyped up for the big hullabaloo tonight, all you got to do is go back and watch the reruns of college game day. Let's go back. Let's see. And it's going to look weird because of social distancing now, but go back and look at Beale Street packed. Go back and listen to that crowd. Go back and just reminisce on that day and then come on out to Liberty Bowl Stadium and let's rock this thing and beat them down. Let's beat them by 50 because Jim says we can't. All right, Randy, man. Well, get back to it. Go Tigers, go, man. And we'll see you Monday night, bro. Peace, boys. All right. That's our boy, Randy Jowers, live from the Liberty Bowl, preparing for tonight's game. University of Memphis is going to put that beat down on Arkansas State.
Jim, enough of that. It's time. Let's get down to business, man. Let's bring the best guest of the weekend and podcast. Let's bring on Ole Miss commit cornerback high school stud Trey Washington. Trey, my man, how we doing today? I'm good. How about you? I'm great, man. Like when we can sit and chat and have some conversation about guys that are grinders, guys that are committing to big time schools. I mean, that's that's our that's our thing, man. That's what we love to do. So it's a it's a great day anytime we get to have those conversations. But I just want to jump right into things with you. You are a young cat. You're you're finishing up, or you just started your your last year. And you're getting ready to prepare for college. Um, but take me back to your childhood. When did you start playing football? As soon as I could pick up one, really. But um, I started at five years old, pad football. See, I, I did the same thing. When I was a kid, I started at five. I was younger in my class of people. But, like, we didn't – there was no flag football. There was no touch football. There was none of that. It was you put them pads on and you start hitting folks. And, like, I would say that I, I feel like now you won't get a whole lot of that because of concussions and what we know about head-related injuries. But do you feel like starting that early was a benefit to you or do you feel like you your body's kind of beat up at this point because you started so early? It definitely benefits because you kind of get used to the physicality of football. And right now, if I take a big hit, it's kind of like I'm used to it. So it helps yeah, you, 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 you take a big hit as a kid. You go, oh, okay, that that was that was a big hit, but I got this. And then you take the next big hit with someone who's bigger, and you go, okay, that was a big hit. And then you kind of play this game. And as you get bigger, you get stronger. The other guys get bigger and stronger, and you learn to. You got to deliver hits before you take them. So, I mean, it's much better to deliver the hit than to take it. But um, was football your only sport growing up? Or or were you a, a multi-sport athlete? Or were you just a, a kid that loved sport in general? I played basketball, too, growing up. And then I ran track for a few years, too, as well. Yeah, man. I, I lived down here in Florida. And the, the kids down here have no – idea what it's like to play multiple sports they're all one sport minded because of the weather they can play the sport year round but like i i tend to believe that playing multiple sports will prepare you for any single sport um so what was it about basketball and track that helped you prepare to be you know to be a stud athlete like like you are now well, basketball specifically, how to guard people, it, it helps me a lot at cornerback because, like, the movements are kind of, like, the same and how I run and how it has to guard wide receivers. So, basketball helps football a lot. And track, everybody everybody needs to run fast in every sport pretty much. So, it helps with every sport. Yeah, I, I was always, when I was coaching high school ball, I always was a proponent of my, my kids playing multiple sports. And I was always a proponent of the, the football players running track or wrestling or doing things that – force them to move their bodies the same way and have the same physicality that they would when they played football. Um, so what was it that just drew you to football? I mean, are you still playing multiple sports or is it just football now? It's just football now. I didn't have time to play uh, more sports. And what drew me to football was really just most of my friends played it. 
So I really wanted to stay with them and uh, have fun. And we played it when we came home and everything. So I just played it the most. I got you. So Jim tells me your dad looks like Demarcus Ware. Was <laughs> was there any pressure? Not really pressure, but was there any influence that that mom or dad or anybody in the family was like, "Hey, Trey, man, like you need to play football. Like that's the sport. Like that's what you need to do." Yeah, they never really pressured me. They just supported anything I felt like doing, and that helped a lot in all sports, really. I got you. So what's what's your family like? You got brothers, you got sisters, mom and dad. What, what's, what's the dynamic in the house? I have mom and dad. I'm the oldest of three. I got a younger sister and younger brother. One, a sister's in high school, and my brother's going to middle school this year. Man, I bet. Uh, so that's that's pressure in and of itself, man, because you're essentially like the role model and the example. Like you gotta you gotta go by the book, and, yeah. and typically moms and dads with the oldest are, are very strict and they're like throwing down the hammer. Is, is that how mom and dad are? They, they, they keep run a tight ship. They were in the early years, but when you gain experience, you kind of know how to, <laughs> how to deal with your parents. It's kind of chill now. I hear you. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that's typically the way, way it goes, man. As you get older, you get more freedoms, you build more trust and you essentially become a, a roommate in, in your own house for, for a while. But, man, that's that's good. That's good. So who who is the best athlete? You know, Jim tells me there's there's some ath- athleticism in that family. So in that house, who's who's the best athlete? I got me every day, all day. But I, got, I definitely got competition in it. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, so – his sister, I tell you what, I don't know if he's like this with his dad, but when his sister played soccer for me, on a regular day she played hard. But if dad showed up, boy, Daniel, next level. So I don't know if Trey's the same way, but there's an intimidation factor. And I, I don't know what Sam's looking like these days, but I'm telling you, boy, is he still Jack, Trey? Yeah. 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 I, ain't, I ain't messing with nobody in Trey's family across the board. <laughs> All right. So for those who don't know, man, where do you where do you go to high school and play ball at? He would trust for high school in Alabama. All right. And so uh we know you play corner. Do you play anywhere else on the field? Wide receiver and uh kick return. All right. Y'all you uh you a good kick returner? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, that's the man. Hey, because, you know, I'm an LSU guy, and, you know, the best DBs always are the best kick returners. So, I love when you got that hand in hand. So, when we go to watch you, I, that's something I'm going to be excited about. I, I bet that highlight tape has some kick returns on it. I, I guarantee you that highlight tape he sent to schools has kick returns on it. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. All right. And so, uh, you know, what type, of, what type of defense do y'all typically run out there in, uh, at your school? Very aggressive, a lot of blitzes, and um, mostly it's not like zone really, but it's like zone man. It can turn into whatever based off what the receiver's running. I got you, I got you. Well, I seen that y'all laid a beat down last night. How good is how good is your team this year? Very good. You think y'all gonna be competing for a uh, for a title? Well, definitely. Hopefully, if we can finish the season. All right. Well, uh, you know, for us that are, you know, he's in Florida. I'm obviously in North Mississippi. Um, what's the what's the best team that y'all have to play against this year? Uh, probably Thompson. They got a lot of different uh, concepts, difficult concepts to understand in the offense, and they're high scoring. So that would be the best uh, best opponent. 
we're gonna have to find somebody to live stream that game so we can get in on that. All right, and so uh, you know, as a corner, uh, is there a wide receiver that that stands out to you that you've played in in your four years that was just the the best guy that you had to cover? Probably Jabari Johnson. He's at Auburn right now, but he was really fast, four three type of dude. So that's the hardest I guard ever. Yeah, I, I'm. I bet you glad you ran track when you was uh when you was dealing with somebody running four three. Yeah. All right, and so uh, what was your top three uh, when you were preparing for college? I, I saw that you had a lot of different colleges um, that were interested in throughout uh, invitations. What What were your top three? Ole Miss, Louisville, and Kansas State were my final three. Yeah, I, I follow your – or I'm obviously friends with your mom on social media. And before I saw the old Miss stuff, I saw you in that Louisville jersey. And I actually thought you looked tight. I actually thought that was what it was going to be. Yeah, a lot of my friends said the same thing. They thought I looked good in the jersey. All right. And so, I got to ask I got to ask this question. Why old Miss? The relationship I grew with uh, Coach Durkin, Coach Buckley, and Coach Kiffin, it was better than all the relationships I grew and uh, the SEC definitely plays a role in the decision. I always, like, watched it, and I wanted to play there. So so tell me that. You, you said the relationships that the coaches built. Like, every athlete that, you know, goes big-level school, that's one of the big things they say. But I don't think, like, average Joes like Jim and I, like, we don't really understand, well, what does that mean? Like, how does someone – build a relationship with you like what did they do specifically that you were like man these guys like they, they care like I want to play for them really um since every time we talked it's just building confidence that I'll leave better than I came off the field and on the field and they did that best gotcha so I mean I, I was I was looking at the at the list man like there were there was quite the list i mean we're looking at old miss arkansas state kansas state louisville maryland memphis mtsu mississippi state south alabama smu toledo troy vanderbilt man like those that's an impressive list of schools like i i don't envy you at all in the fact that you had to take that list down to three and then take that three and choose one because i don't feel like there's a there's there's not a wrong choice on there so um, given the fact that you're an Alabama guy, what is it like crossing state lines and going, you know, I'm, I'm going to Ole Miss, guys? Like, wh how is that perceived? It would definitely be different, but since Alabama and uh, Mississippi are close, it probably won't be different than if I were to go to Louisville or Kansas State or somewhere like that. So I don't think it'd be that bad. So in relation to Trustville, how, how far away is, is Oxford? Two hours and thirty minutes. Oh, so that's a that's a good weekend drive for for mom and dad and the family to get out and go see their baby boy get out or their yeah. their oldest get out there and do his thing. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of college, man, like they got a they got a new coach. Uh, they got Lane Kiffin. So what is new about Ole Miss? What is what is it about Ole Miss that's different than they were before Lane Kiffin? What has he brought to that program? I'll say he brought a lot of optimism, new optimism, and he brought swag back to Ole Miss. Like, we have fun and everything. 
I mean, that's that, I mean, that's going back to to a, to your childhood, man. That's what really you get into it because it's fun. You're having a good time. You like, you know, I, I'm a proponent. I was a college athlete, man, and and you're gonna build lifelong relationships that you're gonna be brothers. Like you're gonna be essentially with these guys in close quarters for a long time. So you got to be able to have fun. There's a, a level of seriousness and intensity that comes with football, but if it's always like that, it's, it, it'll burn you out. So man, kudos to coach Kiffin for, for changing that culture, man, and getting things going. Hey, Daniel, um, I'll tell you what, before you continue on and, you know, and Trey something that Daniel doesn't know. So we do different parts of this show and uh, part of the producing is I do the music and I don't even tell them what the intro music is going to be. And it just so happens, Daniel, that he he comes with that answer, and Swag Surfing is the intro song. Okay. <laughs> so no, so no hotty toddy chance. No. Oh, I wasn't gonna do song. all that. No, no, no. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Let me ask you, since we're on that subject, Trey, do you know the the hotty toddy chant? Actually, don't. I never heard it. <laughs> well, I, I have a feeling that you're going to learn it very quickly. So. He grew up in an Alabama household, man. He don't know that yet. Oh, oh man, that, that's that's rough. But um, so talk to me about obviously you're finishing up your last season in high school, but there is a level of projection that the coaches have to talk to you about when you do arrive to, to Ole Miss. So what? What are those projections? Where are you going to play? Are you going to be kick returner? Are you going to be a special teams? Are you going to be straight defense? What's that look like for you? Uh, they pride themselves on making um, making plays on special teams, too. So I look forward to playing on special teams and making plays there. And on defense, my main position would be corner. Yeah, so I, I'll tell you this, man. I get jacked up for special teams. Like, watching a guy – do like go 100 yards for a kick return or like making some some moves and juking people out their shoes like that that fires me up but what also fires me up is people who lay the boom on kickoffs man like so what is it like you, if you're a kick returner what is your biggest fear as a kick returner is it getting lit up or is it uh not you know not making it out off the past the 20 like what 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 is what's the the biggest fear i'll probably say uh probably just getting lit up basically or like looking one way and you have a defender defender coming at you as soon as you look and just getting depleted basically oh. that's probably the uh, biggest fear and those guys are at at full full go coming around helmet on the side in front and just lighten you up, man. Like I, that hurts me just thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so obviously you talk about fears and preparation, like preparation is how you rid yourself of those fears. So what would you say is the thing that you're prepared for the most when you go to college ball? Probably responsibilities. You said film, watching film, making sure I'm educated on my opponent and, um, just always putting work in, no matter what. So when you talk about your opponent and you're watching film, what exactly are you breaking down? Are you looking at, like as a cornerback, are you looking at what the receivers that you're going to be stacked up against are doing or just the offensive plays and schemes that they run? It's, it's a lot of different stuff that goes into it. Like, um, you have to watch the concepts. The offensive coordinator runs a lot. 
how like you may have one receiver that you're matched up with that week, so you have to watch how he moves and how he reacts to certain things. So it's a lot of things to go into it. Man, what is what is it like being lined up against a guy and it's just one on one coverage and it's you and him and you know like I have to beat this guy and he's thinking the same thing. What is that what is that like? That's gotta be some pressure, right? It's pressure, but if you have fun with it, it's not really pressure at all. So you just have to have fun with it, have confidence in yourself and play a game. So do you you talk trash to these guys when you line up against them? Uh, probably when I make a play. I'm not one of those people that come into the game talking trash. I wait till I make a play and then I'll talk trash. Gotcha. So you you wanna you wanna lead by example? You do I bet he's a scary quiet. Hey, he's a scary quiet one. I bet he just stares you down. I I, I can see it. He he looks like it, man. Like I like he's he's got that that soft spoken demeanor. But I bet when he hits those he hits those stripes, man. I bet he is intense. He gets fired up. I bet he's he's the guy in the huddle where he's like getting into people, like trying to get them motivated and get them up. So, what what is the biggest learning curve? Like, what do you think moving from high school to college, not just college, but SEC football? Like, what is the biggest thing that you're gonna have to learn and be prepared for? Probably self discipline, because you know you don't have your parents there, kind of. Um watching over you all the time. So it's probably self-discipline, making sure I have all work done in the classroom and make sure I put in the work on the field too. Man, that's that's a solid answer. That's a mature answer. Most ca- most cats will be like, oh, you know, I got to get ready for the speed of the game and I got to mm-hmm. get ready for the how big these guys are. But you're like, no, man, I got to be self-disciplined. I got to I gotta control myself. So that's that's good, man. Like you're you're a step in the right direction because that is hard for a lot of athletes. They they have these predispositions about oh I'm a big time college player, like now I can just do whatever. But now yeah. you're saying you're like hey man I gotta keep myself in check. Not only that is I gotta be on top of my academics. Man, that's good stuff. That's that's very forward forward thinking, man. And I. I think that's going to bode well for you. So, yes, sir. thank you. you. You know, with this, with SEC football becomes expectations and not just team expectations, but also individual expectations. Um, is the NFL something, obviously, it's, it's got to be a dream. I mean, I feel like as a child, like that's what you grow up and you see and you watch and that's something that you want to be a part of. But is is that on your mind as you enter college, or are you saying, or are you saying to yourself, "I'm just going to do me, get better, be the best player I can be, and if that comes, that comes"? Or is NFL or bust your mentality? It's definitely an expectation, so I'll just put in the work every day, and I'll definitely work towards that. But I'm prepared if it doesn't happen for sure. Gotcha. So. Going to Ole Miss, what's the what's the one thing you're looking forward to the most? Probably SEC football. Uh, it's just something I watch. You're, you're on TV pretty much every week. You're going against the best. So, yeah, probably SEC football. Yeah, I was looking forward to SEC football until my whole team decided to opt out. So, I might, I might have to just root on – Oh, miss with Trey. No, <laughs> I, I, I would never go that far. But uh, so, hey, talk talk to us about academics right now. Um, you know, things are things are different in Alabama and Florida, 
in uh, Mississippi where I'm at. Are you, are you in class or are you virtual right now? Uh, I'm uh, in between. I'm virtual for this semester, but I'm graduating earlier from high school, so I have to do my second semester in the classroom. And uh, what is, I mean, this whole, this whole situation, this whole COVID, how, how has it affected the overall football situation for y'all, like how things look? It's affected a lot, but really when you get on the field, it doesn't It doesn't really seem like it's affected anything, really. You play the same, you want to win the same. So it's affected a lot of little things, but it hasn't affected the game at all. I got you. All right, well, I'm going I'm to give you this one last question, and then, and then Daniel's going to run you with the game. So I know that the reason why we had to do this, this show on a Saturday was your mom said Monday through Friday is just busy for you. So run us through a day with Trey. What, what does that look like for you? Uh, I'll do a history class. I'll wake up at uh, 8 o'clock. I'll do take a shower. Then I'll do my schoolwork from like 8 to 10. Then I'll go eat breakfast. And then I'll go to the school to do my uh, some more schoolwork. Then I'll go to practice, and then it's extra work, and then it's uh, school again, and then I'll go home. And so it's, just, it's, a, it's a lot of academics in football. Um, do you uh, – I know different players are different and, and whatnot. Do you work out weights at all during season? Yeah, we do as a team, yeah. Cool, cool. So what, what is that like? What does what the in-season weight training workout look like? It's still intense, but our strength, our strength conditioning coach, he does a really good job of like not trying to kill us in the season. So it's it's a lot of intense work. So, so I, I'd imagine that you're looking forward to getting in that old Miss facility and 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 getting to work out and lift weights and and do your thing in there. No doubt, no doubt. Get ready. Them college strength coats are insane. Yeah, they. <laughs> They have a different mindset, bro. They have a different mindset, man. Well, man, this this was good, man. Good insight. We had had a chance to get a perspective from an athlete that's not in our area, but you know, he, you'll soon be over at Ole Miss, and Jim will probably be able to pop over. He's not too far away and check you out. I mean, I, I know that would be the hope and the plan. But uh, before we let you get off here and, and, and go get to your Saturday, man, we're going to play a little game. It's called This or That. You down? I got you. All right, so I'm going to give you two options. You pick one option or the other. The, the only two rules are you can't say neither and you can't say both. Got it? Okay. Pretty simple. All right, so would you rather be a corner only or a kick returner only? Corner only. What is most important, the defensive line or the secondary? Defensive line. Ooh, why? Why do you say that? If you have a good secondary, you can still get beat if the quarterback has all the time in the world to throw the ball. Good answer. Good answer. That's very, very true. Would you rather be funny or good looking? Funny. That's what Jim said. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather go back in the past or fast forward to the future? Fast forward to the future. You, why, why, why do you say that? You're the first person that we've had say that. So why, why do you want to go through to the future? 
uh, you kind of know what's happened in the past already, so the future is kind of more optimism, so you can see what's going on and stuff like that. I got you. Man, his answers are solid. I know, man. Like he and and here's the thing. Like it, I, it doesn't surprise me now because Trey constantly is mentioning school and academics and like doing the studies. So like you could tell his answers are going to be on point. Very most mature answering that we've had, and we we've had quite the characters on the show. But like, <laughs> you, like if I if I lined up some SAT and ACT tests, I feel like you would dominate every guest that we've had so far. <laughs> Thanks. So. Um. So, would you rather have big teeth or a big nose? Big nose. If you were gonna ask someone on a date, would you slide in those DMs or would you ask face to face? Ask face to face. Oh man, nobody nobody goes for the DMs, and I know y'all. <laughs> I know y'all are lying. Every one of y'all are lying. All right. Would you rather have a big hit that forces a fumble? Or would you rather have a pick six? Big hit, the force fumble. Okay, big hit, force fumble. All right, would you rather have a kick return for a touchdown or a pick six? Pick six. I got you. All right, would you rather have uh, – this is the one question we ask everybody. So this is a, a, a very important question. It tells us a lot about you. Would you rather have friends or would you rather have fame? Friends. Friends. See now if if, Rand, if Randy was on, he would have told you he would have been like, uh uh-uh, uh man, you go make that money and go buy your friends. But <laughs> he he's a hundred percent on the fame side. So but I, I agree with you, man. I'd rather have my friends. I'll I'll figure out I'll, I'd rather be happy with my friends with no money than yeah. uh unhappy with money. Yeah. So man, we're gonna take you off the hot seat, man. Anything you want to plug or promote, uh you got your your season coming, you know, underway. Is there anything you want to talk to us about that, or any social media where people can follow you? Uh, social media, Instagram, Trey underscore five, but the E and Trey is a W. All right, all right. Well, dude, it's it's been a pleasure, and we're gonna we're gonna get up out of here. We're gonna end our show with a segment we call Around the Horn. And basically, we're going to let you stay on and be a part of it. And it is one thing that you think the audience needs to know before you go. And that could be anything. It could be in the world of sports. It could be in the world of news, politics. It could be, you know, what your favorite food is. It could be anything. So, Trey, I ask you this, my man. What is the one thing that you think the audience needs to know before you go? Uh, Treat everybody how you would want to be treated. I say that. See, the, the answers, bro, just keep getting better. So, my man, that, that was awesome. Look, we got – hey, Trey, I don't know if you pay attention to our lineup, but we got five of our six next guests are SEC athletes, and you are setting the bar high on these uh, these answers, talking about self-discipline and academics. They, they better be listening to your episode and paying attention or else they're going to make themselves look bad. And don't think for one minute I'm not going to call them out. I'm going to be like, look, y'all, uh, Trey Washington, man, he he's the leader in the clubhouse because I'm putting him up against anybody when it comes to answering the questions, being mature, having it in his head. And, I, I man, I'll be honest. Like, I can't wait to see you on the field because I know you're doing work on the field. Thank you. So, Jim, 
Turning it to you, man. What's the one thing the audience needs to know before you go? All right. So, Daniel, you asked me last episode, what did I do last weekend? And I told you nothing. And that was a lie because while I did nothing because I was sitting on my couch, I forgot to mention what I was doing. And I was watching Cobra Kai, binge watching. And so if you are an 80s person, and this wouldn't be Trey, and you liked Karate Kid, this show and, it, and it's somewhat cheesy, but I've talked to a hundred different people now that have watched this show, and I'm not the only one that binge watch it. It is nostalgic. It is awesome. It'll keep you locked in. The episodes are short, so it's not too much. They're like 25 minutes an episode. And I'm telling you, you watch a few of these, Daniel, and hey, it's good. It, t- it takes you back to when we were kids. And so that's the one thing people need to know. If you have not watched that, it is on Netflix, season one and two. Uh, get in and watch them. Nice. Well, for me, the one thing I think the audience needs to know before we go, and I've, I've been building this story of Alex Smith. I plugged the documentary that he was in. It, it, it took him through his journey of his injury and the rehab. I put on the show when he was cleared to play football. I put on the show when he was actually doing football drills. And now I'm going to put it out there. He's made the 54 man roster. So Alex Smith, shout out to you, bro. Like you're doing big things and shout out to Miss Knight because that's what Miss Knight would have wanted. My kindergarten teacher, Trey, was phenomenal. So she, she, she basically taught kids to be exactly like you. So Trey, like you would have fit in well in Miss Knight's class, big dog. But we're going to get off here. We're going to go enjoy our Labor Day weekend. We got another episode coming up for you here shortly on Monday night. We had some great times, great insight this afternoon with Trey Washington. Man, I, I, I appreciate you joining us. I hope the best for you this year. I know you, you guys are looking for a state championship. I hope you guys get there. Hope we can have you on in the future to talk about what it's like to hoist that state championship title and what it's like getting ready for Ole Miss football. So this has been the In Off the Bench podcast. If you like Average Joe's talking X's and O's, like and share the podcast on Facebook. Retweet us on Twitter. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. As always, comments, ratings, and feedback is always welcome. If you haven't had a chance, check out the new website. Jim's been doing work on it. It looks phenomenal. We will see everyone on Monday, episode 23, where we will be discussing Ed Easley. We'll be going in-depth with Pro Baseball and the St. Louis Cardinals. For those of you who are looking for St. Louis Cardinals info, this will be your episode. This has been In Off the Bench. As always, strong bodies, sharp minds, grit and grind all the time. We're out.